Hey there, King of Kings family. Welcome into another episode of Beyond Sunday, the King of Kings podcast, where we're going to be talking about multi-site today. This is your one-stop shop for all things regarding our multi-site plans and new campuses. If this is your first time hearing about this campaign, or if you need a refresher, King of Kings plans on opening 10 new campuses over the next 20 years, starting with a campus in Northwest Omaha in the fall of 2023 and one in Gretna in 2024. Those new campuses will allow us to reach new parts of our city and state and help bring more people to experience the love of Jesus. So joining me on this episode today, as always, is the head of the multi-site movement, Executive Director Julie Easley. And we are also joined today by Director of Ministry Mike White, yes, the Mike White, to talk about how our new campuses aren't just an opportunity for King Kings as a church to grow but they're a chance for you, dear listener, to grow. Mike and Julie, how are things going today? Uh, really well, yeah. I've, I've heard before I have a face suited for podcasting. I don't know what that means, but I've heard that a few times. <laughs> it's very true. You're going to do great today. Awesome. <laughs> I'm doing great also. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, get, diving into the podcast and talking a little bit about multi-site, to this point, I think a lot of the focus and the excitement around multi-site has been on the new people that will be able to attend our future campuses and experience Jesus, the ones who aren't in our congregation yet. But I think there's also a great opportunity for the people who are already here in our congregation, right, Julie? Right. And I think what I kind of want us to, a concept I want us to wrap our head around is just that... With multi-site, what we're not wanting to do is beg people, hey, please come and help at our campuses. Our vision is so much bigger and broader than that. So we feel like multi-site is going to be an outflow of everyone's personal discipleship to Jesus and also everyone's leadership development. And out of that outflow, we can't help but launch new campuses. We've just got so much going here, so many ways that we're developing and growing both in Jesus and in our leadership that we can't help but expand. So I just want us to get out of sort of that deficit mindset and get into an overflow mindset. Um, Everybody that's listening to this podcast has unique gifts and talents that you could bring to our campuses. Um, They could be gifts of administration, gifts of hospitality and welcome. Maybe it's a love for kids and students, um, leading people in the study of God's word, um, maintenance. I mean, there's just a a, a ton of different ways that God's wired people. So the list is long and adding campuses provides us with new opportunities for people to share their gifts. Um, You can join Jesus on his mission and that's such a privilege. God wants you, God's calling you. And there's a, a great verse from Revelation 1. And what um, John is talking about in Revelation is he says this, God has made us, all of us in God's family, to be a kingdom and priests to serve God and, and what does that mean? So when you hear priests, you think about somebody who is actually working in God's temple. And you can serve in that priestly role and be in service to God um, every week. It's an, a great opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. That's wonderfully said. Mike, what excites you about seeing more people empowered to make an impact for the kingdom? I think we first have to reframe what it means to be a Christian. I think in some ways in our country, we've kind of distilled it down to one hour a week where you show up and you worship and you send your kids to programming or whatever it might be. And 
that's just never the image you see in the New Testament. It's it's a body of Christ. It's a people. It's a priesthood of all believers, like Julie was kind of saying. And every person plays their part. So it's it's shifting this as you go to church, uh, as opposed to like I am the church, and the church needs me and my gifts and my abilities. So it's never really this optional thing. That's not a guilt-inducing statement, but it's not an optional thing to be involved in the body of Christ. Like God wired you, designed you, gave you gifts, and calls you to play your part or else the church can't be the fullest ex- extension of what God desires it to be. And I think it's something to get excited about too. That's something that I love is when we see new people come to King, not just new people, but new people especially come to King of Kings. I mean, there was a couple that just attended this weekend and, and they already signed up for Next Steps Brunch and they're asking about volunteering opportunities. That's so exciting to see someone who's so on fire that like they don't just want to you know, sit in the crowd. They want to get into the action and get involved and I think that's what's just so exciting about these new opportunities. I think here on I Street, we've established a pretty healthy culture of volunteering and, and giving of times and talents, but volunteers are going to be even more important at future campuses. Julie, why does King King see volunteers as an essential cog on our upcoming campuses? So each campus is going to start out with four staff roles. We've got the campus director, and at Northwest, that's going to be Peter Bay, an associate campus director who kind of comes alongside the campus director and helps um, that director um, fulfill their vision for the campus. We have a combined worship and tech person and then a part-time kidsman person. And at the start, that's it. All the rest of what we're doing is going to be picked up by volunteers, people who are saying, hey, God's calling me. I want to step into this role. I want to do my part to help this campus flourish and to help more people come to know Jesus. So what's really exciting is that we are going to have more and more people who are going to be called into service to Jesus and into an even greater leadership capacity. Um, I know that I feel really blessed in my job here at King of Kings that I can do something that feels really personally fulfilling to me. It feels like I'm able to exercise my gifts, but I know that that's a privilege that not everyone has in their work. And man, to be able to come to church and be able to exercise your gifts in the way that God's um, blessed you to do, that just is, is really fun. Uh, Mike, I know we're, we're talking a lot about uh, here at King King, sh- kind of shifting the connotation of volunteering. Sometimes it's kind of seen as like a burden or like an obligation is probably a better word, but we're kind of viewing it more as an opportunity. Can you kind of talk about that? Maybe how we can shift that mind frame a little bit? Yeah, I think it's shifting the consumer mentality and and church is a time to come and consume, but it's also a necessity in how God's wired you and just said, we need you. You're, you're called into a purpose. So I think we function as Christians without purpose sometimes, and then it becomes hollow and empty and you just kind of go through the motions and then how was church? And then was the sermon good? And if not, then I move on to the next church, but the, the church is designed to function. There's so much latent ability uh, just sitting in our seats every Sunday and God's just calling you to fulfill that purpose and use them to expand his kingdom. So yeah, it's, it's, we think it's an obligation of how much time does it take? How's it going to affect my schedule? But it's really changing that view, reframing that again to say it's, it's who God's wired you to be. And it's living on purpose for his name. So you got to shift that narrative. Well, also shifting the narrative. And I love for either or both of you to speak on this, but like, it's an opportunity to grow personally. I mean, you know, there might be leadership abilities or, uh, you know, tech abilities, something, some kind of ability within that, 
people currently, you know, aren't getting a chance to exercise, but with new roles, with new responsibilities, we're going to need people to step up and that's going to allow people to, to maybe realize a part of themselves that they didn't know before. Yeah. I, I think growing up in church, I probably downplayed the role of the average person in church and you see professionally trained people and you think that they're the only ones that can fulfill that role and responsibility. So we kind of abdicate this to people and think that they're better than I am or more well-trained in some of that. But it's like, man, God's given you gifts. So tap into those gifts, discover what you're passionate about, what the church needs, how he's wired you and live that out. And, and I think you, you grow so much when you're actually serving and utilizing those gifts and having to lead connect groups and teach Bible studies and serving kids and students and whatever, like you, you grow so much and you're, you're fulfilled because you're, you're living out the gifts that God's given you uh, to expand his kingdom. Yeah. And I just think that God's vision for us is so often so much bigger than the vision that we have for ourselves. And the way that you start to, um, pick up on that vision and join that vision is when you take that step. So just think about that Old Testament story where God's like, I want you to cross this river. And as the priest stepped into the water, into the river, the waters parted and a way was made, but it didn't happen before they put their foot in. And so I think what God's doing is he's calling each of us saying, Hey, put your toe in the water and just watch what I can do. Yeah. And I think I lived out of a fear mentality so often. I remember my college pastor asked me to lead a small group and I just thought, I, I know my past. I don't think I have the abilities. I, I can't do this. And so there's this spiritual warfare mentality where Satan wants to distract you and say, you're, you're not enough. We doubt our own ability, but God's calling you. God's going to equip you and lead you by his spirit uh, to, to live out your gifts. If you would have asked me five years ago, if I would ever be working at a church or especially in the role that I'm at in director of small groups, I would have told you no way. But that is about when Tyler Rolfson, who everyone, not everyone, but most people listening to this probably remember fondly. Um, we don't speak that name anymore, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Someone named Tyler asked me to be a deacon here at King Kings. And it was purely a volunteer role, but that was a way that I started contributing. I started learning more about myself. And eventually I created a lot of relationships here and it led to me getting this job. Now I'm not saying everyone who volunteers at King Kings is eventually going to be hired full-time on staff, but you never know. Just putting yourself out there opens yourself to new opportunities and you learn more about yourself. Yeah. And that's, what's exciting about walking in relationship with Jesus is just discovering his pathway for you. And some might be professional church workers and some might just be actively engaged lay people. You know what I mean? But as you're walking with him, he's revealing your strengths and your gifts and what the church needs and taking those small steps of faith. And I think that's huge. What you said, um, people just seeing gifts in you that you don't realize about yourself. And that's why it's so important to be in the body of Christ and have people in community with you to see, man, what you're gifted about, man. Wow. Julie, you're so really gifted. I hear you always talk about fill in the blank. Like, have you stepped into that more? What's God calling you to? Speaking on that point, King of Kings here, we are being proactive in preparing and training new leaders to step forward uh, with that Northwest campus that plans to open in the fall of 2023. Can you guys kind of touch on just the things that we're doing to make sure that we've got people ready uh, to step in and, and help Peter Bay as the campus director there? 
Yeah, so we're really excited to be launching something that we're calling KOKU, King of Kings University, or as Greg also likes to say, King of Kings, you, like you yourself. Oh, wow, that's cute. I didn't yeah, that right? I think it's pretty good. So it's it's starting this upcoming January with a group of, a core group of volunteer leaders who will be going to our Northwest campus with Peter for a commitment of at least two years, and they're going to be leading and serving in various capacities at that campus. And so so this is going to be um, launching in January. And and Mike, just can yeah. you unpack a little bit about that? Sure. So our executive team, Pastor Greg, Pastor Zach, Julie, and myself will be leading this. And so a lot of this is, is culture. There's a teaching aspect of this, but there's a culture aspect too. We want just this core team to be so unified in, in purpose and supporting one another, deep relationships. And then like we've said, uncovering their gifts and passions and abilities. And so it's about a three-month journey and there's four different modules we'll be looking through, theology, leadership, personal development and discipleship and just have a retreat along the way too and dig into God's word and pray and see where he's leading. So I'm really excited to get to know them better and just help set Peter up for a win as we launch this campus. I'm really excited for it. And to be clear, this opportunity not available to everyone yet. This is to a select group that that we've specifically uh yeah, we've just asked them to come alongside Peter. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just ide- identifying people kind of in those surrounding zip codes yes. um, that have different gifts and abilities, all ages, stages of life. It's cool to see that. I mean, yes. from 20-somethings to 70-somethings and everywhere in between. And then mm-hmm. just saying, who's passionate? Who's God calling to this site? And how can they walk with Peter as they launch and commit to a couple years of giving, serving, being in groups, and just supporting and praying for him? So I'm really excited for it. So in the meantime, what are some practical steps that that other people can take as they start to think about, okay, if I want to step forward and take more of a leadership role, take more of a volunteer role, what can they be doing in the meantime? Yeah, I think the very most important thing I would encourage people to do is just to develop your own personal walk with the Lord. So what we really want are people um, who are filled with integrity, who are actually spending time with God before they're doing things for God, right? We want you to be in in such a close relationship with God that that there's outflow, overflow from that and and that kind of will exhibit itself in serving. So just Shoring up your relationship with God. Are you spending time with Him? Do you know Him? Are you praying? Are you in His Word? Um, Also, just becoming a member of King of Kings, super easy. Hop on our website, type in, become a member in the search bar. You'll find out um, it doesn't require much, but it's just a way of saying, hey, I'm committing to this King of Kings family. I'm getting baptized. If you haven't been baptized before, if you haven't made that public profession of your faith, um, it's super important. It's just saying, hey, I'm, I'm part of God's family now. And then finally, joining a connect group is super important. You want to be walking with a group of believers, especially in a church's biggest King of Kings, right? It's easy to get kind of get lost in the shuffle if you want to. You want to develop a group of friends around you, around God's word, who can help you be accountable in your walk with God, who can support you and encourage you in those ways. Yeah, I think I'd also add, again, changing the narrative of of what the church is and that everyone is the church and has been been gifted. And how do you actually discover those? Dan, you mentioned you never thought you'd work at a church. I never did either. I didn't either. I, I think a big part of my story was was mission work in Mexico. And I was down there and one of the leaders just said, hey, you're really gifted at working with students. And that was just never something I saw in, in my life or thought I was good at or even paid attention to. But it became, it was effortless for me. And I just didn't notice that. 
So then that caused my journey to shift and see where God was leading me into student ministry. And so I think that's where the body of Christ is huge and seeing gifts in you and passions. Um, and then taking steps, like there's no one size fits all spiritual gifts test to say, this is exactly where you should serve. Hopefully it kind of helps narrow down, have some conversations with people who know you and then take a small step. Don't take a big step to take a small step. You love working with kids, work with kids. If, if you're an introvert, don't be a greeter. I mean, maybe go work in the tech team or something like that. You know, if if you're an extrovert, like maybe don't go work in the tech booth. I, I think just take steps and then process and pray and God, how are you leading? What are you saying to me here? Um, the director of whatever ministry you're serving in, just have frequent conversations there and then see, see what the church needs and then how your giftings and passions align with that. So, uh, man, shift the vision, be in community, take small steps of faith just to see where God's leading you and then process and pray. And the beauty of those small steps is they can have a huge impact. And I think the number one example of this that I see on our campus is that of the coffee maker. Like that does not seem like a super important job. It's not real labor intensive. It's not, you know, super mentally taxing, but it is a job that requires commitment. You got to get here early. You got to set the coffee up and everything. That is one of the most important things every Sunday. Is Sundays getting... wouldn't function without caffeine. No, man. they wouldn't. I, I, I guarantee our attendance would not be as high <laughs> it would not. It if would we decline didn't offer free coffee. That's exactly that, right. That, but, but in all seriousness, like that's a role that I think a lot of people wouldn't look at and say, that coffee maker, like that is super important to the church. And it is. Every role, even the smallest, seemingly smallest roles, make a big impact in getting people here and improving their experience and getting them just a little bit closer, showing them a little bit more of Jesus. Yeah. And then I think you'll see fulfillment when you serve, like you see that you have a purpose, you matter. And that's what I want everyone to believe is that you're necessary for the church. It's not one of those. If you disappear, we wouldn't you know, miss you or need you. We, we are the church. We need everybody. And then what I've seen time and time again is when you serve, you build relationships and then you grow in community. And one kind of fuels the other one. And I love seeing, gosh, our food ministry team is like that now. They're, They're so close. Such a family. And they didn't come in looking for that. There, there was a need they heard about and they served. Our Levites are a great example of that. Just kind of older retired men that serve a couple times a week and then have coffee and sit and talk together. It's so cool to see them. You see kids ministry, student ministry. You just build relationships as you serve and live your life on purpose as the church. So exciting. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for today. But thank you so much, Mike, for for joining the Beyond Sunday podcast today. It's fun. Thanks for having me. So if you, dear listener, want to learn more about multi-site in our future campuses, be sure to subscribe to the Beyond Sunday podcast and you will automatically get new episodes every time they release. You can also visit kingofkings.org slash multi-site. You can check out all the news we have there. You can check out Julie's multi-site minutes, which are fantastic. But most of all, thank you for listening, King and King's family, and let's keep moving our faith lives beyond Sunday.